Hi, Bo. Um, I have a, a, a program going on now, and I want to get you linked into there, and that's what I'm going to try to do. I, for, I forgot it, it, it contra came, came the same thing with this. If Reti, just um, let me see. Oh, I know what's wrong. Okay, um, one second. I have to get another router, and I'm going to try to put on my phone and, and let you see what's happening. We're having a program with Javi today, okay? So just wait a few minutes. We, we should get in, okay? Be right back. Technical thing, then it used to the bathroom. Right. There's hot tea in the back. People walk. So the program is it's, um, periodic. It's like my godfather, friend, friend. Abhidas. Hey, Abhidas. Ah. And I asked him to. Uh, he did speak a little, mostly Kirtan, but I like him to speak a little bit too. I think. He has a really fascinating story about how he came to Krishna consciousness. So I'd like to explain that and do Kirtan. And the program is, is we will uh, continue with the Kirtan and the program until 8 o'clock. And then we have like a very nice prasada prepared. So we'll share that. So Avi Prabhu, please yes. come up. Maharaj, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for coming. Babaji, thank you for your company. And, uh, and all of you, welcome to Govatam. I was asked by Maharaj to, to speak a little bit of how I came to Krishna consciousness. And uh, I'm ready to do that. To please the Vaishnavas is, is the beginning and the end for a, a person who wants to please the Supreme Lord. Right? The bodies are the life and soul. The bodies are the life and soul. <laughs> so I, I'm coming from a Jewish family. I, I was born in Israel and at the age of 1819, I figured out that life cannot be just what I've learned at home or in school. <laughs> Dysfunctional as every Jewish family more or less is. Uh, it, was a, it was a good opportunity to ask questions. But that immediately qualified me as somebody who is a stranger. <laughs> Why would you question life and death? Father, what is death? Don't worry about it. You know, you have so many years. You know. 
I still remember when I was in the 80s, 70s, and we were thinking about the year 2000. Like the uh, Jetsons, remember? Yeah. The, 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 I don't know if they know about Jetsons, but it was a it was a cartoon of the future. People living in in uh, how do you call it? Spaceships. Spaceships and uh, we're not yet there, but we thought that by the end, by by the year two thousand. That's what's going to happen. No, it didn't happen. So, uh, as soon as you question life, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> and um, I thought there was something wrong with me until I have one of the greatest experiences in, in my life. At the age of 19, I went to Israel, back to Israel, I don't know why. It's like it was a call. Just go there. Okay. So I obeyed the call and I went. And there it was my grandmother, my two sisters lived there, and sort of home. I had a friend from childhood, his name was Solomon. And uh, Solomon was in the university learning Hebrew and preparing to get into the university. And he, every, every, he always asked me to come and, and spend some time with him. It was, it was a new life for him and also for me. So together is better, right? So one of those visits, we were together there. I was going to spend the night there. Somebody knocked the door. And I went to the door and I opened the door and there was this Young man, very thin, long hair, and he identified himself as a person who just arrived from India and is going to Argentina, which is the place where he lives. And he said, uh, I was guided to your doors, to your door here, because I heard that there were some Latin people here, Spanish-speaking people. Do you mind if I spend the night here? Tomorrow I'm going to, to Argentina. So I turned, it was not my house, so I turned. And he said, yes, please come in. And we welcome him. And here he sat down, very particular, this young man. Very quiet. And he, oh, you do music? Yes. So, I started to play a little guitar. I don't play good guitars, so just a little. And he took matchboxes. And we started to just sing things until he took the guitar. When he took the guitar, what he was playing was something astonishing. It was like going to the Middle Ages. You know, those troubadours, uh, those people, those Celtic type of rasa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he became very interested and uh, but at the same time I was very skeptical because when you find somebody who is not part of the tribe it doesn't behave like a member of the tribe then you're skeptical what, mm. what is he doing 
What's his intention? And he happened to be a very interesting guy. He started to speak poetry. He started to play the guitar. And one of the songs was Adriana in the Sky with Diamonds. There was Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds from the Beatles, but he changed it to Adriana. And then it had nothing to do with the original melody. He was very talented and I was blown out by what. To make a, a story shorter, we ended up at the roof of the building and we started to talk about truth, reality. And the more he was speaking, the more I was intrigued. But he was using metaphors and similes, but he was not direct to the point. And at one point, at one, point I lost patience, which is my usual habit. My father used to tell me that when I pray to God, I pray him, my dear Lord, give me patience, but give it to me now. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked him, what is truth? What is reality? And he opened his eyes. This is already three o'clock in the morning. And he says, I know that my hands are made of water, but one day the seed of reality and truth will be sown in my heart. And while uh, pouring water to that seed, a beautiful plant and a beautiful bush and a beautiful tree will grow, and the fruit is going to be love of God. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Let's go to sleep. I mean, is this the answer for what I asked? <laughs> well, okay, I just left it at that. I didn't want to exploit it either, right? I thought, this is what it gives me. And I was here and there, you know, just very motivated and very inspired by his words. But not clear. And somehow or other, he was in his sleeping bag and I was in bed, Solomon was in the other bed. Before we fell asleep, I, I sat down and I said, do you practice yoga? You know, Indian yoga. So he, he just sat down also, came out of his sleeping bag and said, yes, back to yoga. I don't ask me anything else. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm ask you. Next day in the morning, he wasn't there. Why? He left to Argentina. Right? I decided to go to, to, to the house of my of my grandmother. And uh, I was waiting for the bus a long time. I couldn't get the bus. Where is the bus? And I remember, oh, it is Saturday. Uh, Saturday. In Israel, there are no buses. You can use cars. Oh, okay. I forgot. So I went to the main road, towards the main road. And while going to the main road to get a taxi, which is functional, I saw a kiosk. And something caught my attention, and I saw a magazine. It says in Hebrew, the Hare Krishnas in Israel. And I thought, what is this? And I took the magazine and I 
No, I, I can speak, but I cannot read as I can speak. So, and then I see the pictures, I say, my God, these people are straight. <laughs> and then, Krishna is God, I say, oh my God, another God, another God, <laughs> oh, I don't want this. But keep reading, okay? Self-realization, we are not this body, the bhakti yoga. Bhakti yoga. <laughs> bhakti yoga. Isn't this what this guy was talking to me? And he said, yes, I don't question anything else. My intrigue was so, so strong that I took, instead of the taxi, to my grandmother's house. I went to the address of this guy. It was like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. I arrived to the place. It's curious, by the way, that when I, the taxi arrived, he arrived like 100 meters from the door, door of the house. And I ran as if I was going to see my mother after 50 years or something. I ran and, I, and there was a part of me saying, why are you running? Yeah. I don't know. And my heart was beating and I was excited. Hey, what's going on with you? <laughs> I knocked the door. This gentleman opened, hey, young, opens, opens the door and says, Hare Krishna. Mm -hmm. And I go, yes. Hello. <laughs> Please come in. And as soon as I get in, uh, there were no furniture at that moment he, they just recently arrived, but they had pictures and paintings on the wall. And I started to ask. Of course, you know, we went through the protocol of who are you and where you're coming from and so on, but just to, to go to, to the main theme. Uh, who is that? I said, oh, this is Krishna. And who is Krishna? Krishna is God. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, everybody's looking for him everywhere. On the moon, on the, on the earth, and religions, and systems, and science, and, and you have it hanging in your wall. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I went like, eh, this is, but I was, you know, open-minded. <laughs> and then he invited me to see the altar. That, that was unacceptable. Altar? That means images, something. And that is a no-no in the Jewish tradition. Right? And also the Christian tradition. Still, I was open-minded. I'm going to learn something here. And he started to speak. And he went, Just as the soul passes through childhood and youth and then old age, that same soul goes to another body at the time of death. And inside I, I thought, yes, this makes sense. Because the, the other choice is nobody knows. <laughs> or 
there's nothing. There's no reason. Everything is relative. It's your opinion. It's me. We are free thinkers. We are more Democrats. But this makes sense. And then I, I said, give me more. Never was a time that I did not exist. All these kings. The soul is eternal. Matras the happiness and distress that we feel is compared to the state, the seasons of uh, winter and summer, they come and go. It's just product of our perception that we have. It's not based on reality. Wow, give me more, give me more. And the more I asked, the more he was giving. But I was torturing him. How do you know that this is like that? And how do I know it? You know, because you don't want to be brainwashed. <laughs> today I was speaking about the word brainwashed. When I was with Prabhupada 1976 in Mayapur. He was asking, so what did he say? And the President Temple of New York said, they say we're brainwashing Prabhupada. And Prabhupada took some time and he said, we're not brainwashing, we're brainwashing. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know to wash, you first start to wash, otherwise, right? So that humor is there, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Back to the story. I was very impressed and I, I took one book and I ate some prasadam, some fruits that they did, the, the smell of strawberry incense. Mm -hmm. From those times, it was a strawberry incense. And we all loved it, right? <laughs> when we were young. Spiritual Sky Company. And uh, I devoured the book immediately. It's called Elevation to Krishna Consciousness. That was my first book. And I, I couldn't avoid it. He said, please come in two days. In two days, we have a, a, a little <coughs> celebration here. And I said, okay. So I came and I came like an hour and a half, two hours before. And he said, do you want to hear uh, my spiritual master's voice? I said, yes. He already told me he left. India at the age of 69, and then he, he arrived without a penny less, and then he did his books, and then he, and I was fascinated by the concept, and I hear his voice. Why? Because he's the first one who recorded the original tapes before Krishna Kanti. Krishna Kanti was another body who took from the 70s on, but this first recordings were made by him, by Ganesh. And by the way, his wife was the first one to do a cookbook. It's a rectangular black and white book with recipes. So, uh, so I put my head, my headphones, his headphones, I need to say, and uh, and he has a seven and a half inch tape recorder, and he goes play, and I hear. Bandeham Sri Guru. There was not a single hair in my body that didn't stand up. <laughs> and I said, what is this? So crude, so 
profound. And meanwhile, I was listening and I couldn't blink my eyes. I saw that his wife was going to the altar and offering at least 35, 40 preparations. And they were there offering. And I was, wow, this is amazing. And, <laughs> and, and then I asked, why is there, oh, today is, is the birth, we celebrate the birth of, of the great personality, Lord Chaitanya. Mm -hmm. Okay, so guess how many guests they had that day? <laughs> That's my first encounter with Hababai. <laughs> so that, that was the the final. <laughs> yes, and, and this is the way. This is the way I I I met Krishna consciousness. And, what to do now? What to do now? Who am I going to say? I mean, God is a person. Not only that, but he uses a peacock feather and he plays fruit. What? Are you serious? But it's beautiful. But is it real? Wait. Okay. You know those, um, you know, the rejection and acceptance of the thoughts going here and there, and I was in love. I, I, it, it was not, it was visceral. It was something that was beyond rational. So, yes, eventually I had the opportunity to, uh, I had to go from out of the country. My father took me out because there was a war. And, uh, but I had the books. I had the first books of Prabhupada, uh, printed in India, and he brought some of them, the yellow Bhagavatams, and also the, uh, the first canto was divided into into small uh, short versions, and the Bhagavad Gita, the blue one from Macmillan, and I arrived in Venezuela, and I started to speak to my friends, and we ended up in parks, chanting Hare Krishna, and reading Bhagavad Gita and to make short this long and beautiful story. Prabhupada arrived in 1975. Well, I was initiated in 1973 in Los Angeles with the name Havidas. And uh, 1975, he came to, to Venezuela and Everybody there decided that I was going to wash his feet. Are you serious? You want to? Okay. But it was, a, it was a decision that was a very fast decision. Nobody really trained me how to do this. When you see how it goes now today, when you pour the elements, then some water, and then you try, and that's it. Nobody told me anything. I just saw the yogurt and I saw the honey and I saw the ghee, <laughs> the uh, water, and 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 Prabhupada was right in front of me. And then he extended his leg, and I took his socks off. 
<laughs> and I, I said, okay, let me go from thick to thin. Thick to, uh, yes, because honey is thick, right? So honey, just honey. And yogurt? Okay, put yogurt, and then, and I started to massage his feet, and I went uh, <laughs> under. And I went from second, like, what? <laughs> meanwhile, some of his associates were, were kicking me. When, when, when he he said, Why? You know, I had the concept that, you know, this is the sage who has walked for miles and miles to come to my house. And I have the chance to massage his feet to my from, you know, an elderly man. And I went, <laughs> So this is what happened. And meanwhile, Sri Guru Charana Panama. And all those ingredients, of course, I, I ended up, oh, by the way, I was so foolish because the second best book distributor, Tamoha, I decided to, to share one fifth. <laughs> so, so I. <laughs> so I, I, I told him. <laughs> I probably said, no, 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 you. <laughs> and of course, what happened is that the, the, everything fell into this recipient, right? It was full of honey and milk and, 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 and all the goodness, ghee, and it was so beautiful. I, and I, I said, I cannot, you know, and I started to... <laughs> and everybody was... <laughs> it was completely... Completely in ecstasy. Everybody was dancing and crying. It was a beautiful event. But at one point I said, they are wet. Take it out. Okay, so I, I did it. So I took the recipient to the kitchen. Right? And I put it there and I went out. But I stopped immediately and I said, are you going to leave that there? <laughs> so what do you think I did? What do you think I did with it? I drank it. Yeah. <laughs> no? What would you? <laughs> I mean, it was there. Everybody was bathed. Mercy is everywhere. Somebody is going to me. <laughs> and, I and I can say that if something is going to happen in my life, positive in spiritual life, it's not because I'm strong, because I'm smart, or because I'm uh, sincere. It's because the, the goodness, the, the beauty of uh, uh, a meeting with a pure devotee representing the oldest and smartest and most beautiful culture of the universe. And I'm washing its feet, and I'm the one distributing his books and I, just because of that um, I hope that 
that I can avoid taking lower forms of, of life in the future. I also hope that one of my kids will make it. As pure devotees, there's a story of Dhruva Maharaj where his mother told him where Krishna was. And because she guided him where Krishna can be found, then at the time when they came to pick him up to go to the spiritual world, he said, where's my mother? Oh, she's okay. She's in the other airplane. <laughs> she is, she's going to. So I'm telling my kids, come on, become pure devotees. <laughs> this is the beauty of Krishna consciousness that we can uh, be in contact with sound, beauty. Um, and if you have any comment or if you have, you want to ask some question, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. But so far as the story goes, I don't want to monopolize time and, your, and my presence here. So um, I am done with the story. Is there anything would you like to know or ask anything or make a comment? Yes. I'm, I, I immediately remember that I joined Krishna Consciousness because somebody helped me very much to join Krishna Consciousness. And this person was a Christian. She was vegetarian and she had a lot of respect for the Hare Krishna. But she never joined. She, she, she never became serious about Krishna consciousness. But somehow she really gave me the, the gift of Krishna consciousness. She gave me Bhagavad Gita. She took me to the temple. She, she taught me how to take a bath every day. She mm -hmm. taught me how to stop drinking wine because in France, everybody drinks wine. Yes. And she told me everything to be clean, to everything. And uh, I became a devotee because of her. Really, she, she saved me. But uh, 10 years later, she tried to, to, she came to the temple and uh, she was trying to say, okay, you, you spent 10 years with Hare Krishna, now you can, you can, you can come back with me again. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I, was, uh, I was really not willing to, to, to stop being a devotee. I told her, but you may come if you like. But uh, she, I never saw her again. And uh, I would like to, to have some news about her, what happened. If, she if still... I know something about her, I will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, because you mentioned like that, that uh, somebody who shows the path, he... he yes, uh, Krishna works in this, we hear God works in mysterious ways, operates in, 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 in unconventional ways. So, just see, he's, uh, he's blackish and he wears a peacock feather and he plays the flute and he's not conventional. He, he never stops surprising and he starts from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning, he starts surprising how he did, how he manifests himself, how he makes you come to him. It's unconventional. It's, there, there are no rules as such. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How old were you when you became a devotee? Almost 20. And you are also a famous singing person, right? So yeah. 
how did you become were you a devotee and then this path started or well, you were already doing this i was a musician already but uh, i i didn't like the environment i was in and i decided to <coughs> to become a devotee i was in love with some social issues within the movement since we were too young i couldn't deal with it properly and made me uh, and of course i was the age i was going to to become a grihasta so i had to maintain myself so on and i had at least 30 songs in my mind and i did a demo and the demo became a record the record became a hit and the hit and the second and the third and the fourth and then suddenly i see myself being Uh, a performer and a composer and uh, and I'm happy that it, it 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 happened at the beginning I was I didn't understand how it works but really what happens is that now for example I have uh, contact with thousands of people who who are listening to Krishna consciousness are listening to the transcendental vibration why because i have won their confidence you see when you become a preacher you have to first make sure that you got their confidence because they don't know who you are and what's your intention but in my case everybody knew me in that in 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 venezuela and other countries so it was easy to say christus god and, and and the rest is spiritual life and so i did two things two titles that you can find in youtube one is called uh, desde mi terraza which means from my terrace or from my balcony and there are say, six or seven videos where i in 20 minutes each approximately i i speak of the base of consciousness and then there's another set of six or seven of those uh, called tales from the sages or stories from the sages and uh, at that point i am speaking bhagavatam and i speak chitraketu and puranjana and narada muni and uh, yes and and uh, and i see now krishna's plan again once again uh, how he operates yes once you have a single sincere contact and a sincere service and you really do a sincere service uh, then krishna says he is mine he is mine and then sometimes when you feel lonely or you think that you're by yourself you're not it's part of a plan but you do have to do some service to win his heart because he is so sensitive that when you do something for him he says oh who wants to come home it doesn't have to be a big thing just a, a small thing chanting hari krishna doing you know doing some real effort to please him and just by doing that everything else will come everything else will come just because he takes that moment very seriously So I feel that this is what happened in my life, and, I, and I'm still around. I'm here in Dover. I'm speaking to you. I could be anywhere. Else. I prefer to be. Can we have some more kids? Yes. 
Yes. Would you please sing one of your songs? What are my what songs? Oh, no, you, you told us that uh, you um, sing some songs of the love, but I what you uh, mean all the way to this Krishna. Uh, I am not having the right. Uh, is this in tune? Is this in tune? Okay, so this song it says, uh, Donde estás que no te veo? Where are you that I cannot see? Pareces estar escondida. Looks like you're hidden. Para no verme más. Because you don't want to see me. Si lo nuestro quedó en el olvido. If what we have is it's finished, it's gone. Dímelo. Dímelo means let me know. Right? This is a cry from a soul will cry in, in, in Spanish to God in a, in a particular way, right? So the basic is like this. You're not responding, but it's just a little in a form of love. Maybe you find somebody else, another form of love. This is a child game. Dímelo. Let me know. Dímelo. Si no encuentras el hilo que tanta vez. You don't find in me what you were expecting. Si te falta la don't uh, have the desire to see me again. If our, if what's going on with that, between ourselves is a lost case, so of course everybody sings at the email, but they don't know where is it coming from. It's a it's a song that it's composed based on the love and the connection that a soul has or doesn't have at once to have with the Supreme Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.